Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump pardons Flynn despite guilty plea in Russia probe. Biden seeks unity as Trump stokes fading embers of campaign. And Americans risk traveling over Thanksgiving despite warnings. It's Thursday, November 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump pardoned former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn on Wednesday, despite Flynn's guilty plea to lying to the FBI about his Russia contacts. Flynn is the second Trump associate convicted in the Russia probe to be granted clemency by the president. Trump commuted the sentence of longtime confidant Roger Stone just days before he was to report to prison. The action voids the criminal case against Flynn, just as a federal judge was weighing whether to grant a Justice Department request to dismiss the prosecution. A senior Justice Department official said the department was not consulted on the pardon and learned on Wednesday of the plan. Democrats lambasted the pardon, calling it undeserved and unprincipled. House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff says the pardon wasn't a surprise but was nonetheless crooked. Flynn pled guilty to those lies twice. A pardon by Trump does not erase that truth, no matter how Trump and his allies try to suggest otherwise, he said. The pardon spares Flynn the possibility of any prison sentence, which Sullivan could potentially have imposed had he ultimately decided to reject the Justice Department's dismissal request. That request was made in May after a review of the case by a federal prosecutor from St. Louis who had been specially appointed by Attorney General William Barr. Flynn acknowledged lying during the FBI interview by saying he had not discussed with the then-Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak, sanctions that had been imposed on Russia for election interference by the outgoing Obama administration. During that conversation, Flynn urged Kislyak for Russia to be even-kneeled in response to the punitive measures and assured him we can have a better conversation about relations between the two countries after Trump became president. Flynn of Middleton, Rhode Island, was among the first of the president's aides to admit guilt in Mueller's investigation and cooperated extensively for months. Since Donald Trump took office in 2017, seven former advisers who served at the White House or worked in the campaign have been swept up in criminal prosecutions. Six of the aides were charged as part of special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into Russia interference in the 2016 election, which resulted in indictments for 34 individuals overall. On a day of grace and grievance, President-elect Joe Biden summoned Americans on Wednesday to join in common purpose against the coronavirus pandemic and their political divisions, while the man he will replace stoked the fading embers of his campaign to turn the election over. Biden, in a Thanksgiving Eve address to the nation, put the surging pandemic front and centre pledging to tap the vast powers of the federal government and to change the course of the disease once in office. But for that to work, he said, Americans must step up for their own safety and that of their fellow citizens. This is the moment when we need to steel our spines, redouble our efforts and recommit ourselves to this fight, Biden said. 
Each of us has a responsibility in our own lives to do what we can to slow the virus. Donald Trump, who has scarcely mentioned the pandemic in recent weeks, even as it has achieved record heights, remained fixated on his election defeat. He sent his lawyer Rudy Giuliani and other members of his legal team to meet Pennsylvania Republican state senators in Gettysburg. We have to turn the election over, Trump said from the Oval Office, where he joined the meeting by speakerphone. This was an election that we won easily, he said. We won it by a lot. In reality, the election gave Biden a clear mandate, and no systemic fraud has been uncovered. Judge after judge has dismissed the Trump campaign's accusations as baseless, and the transition to Biden's presidency is fully underway. For his part, Biden has largely projected serenity. On Wednesday, he addressed Trump's raw tactics only in passing. Our democracy was tested this year, Biden said, but the people of this nation are up to the task. Millions of Americans took to the skies and the highways ahead of Thanksgiving at the risk of pouring gasoline on the coronavirus fire, disregarding increasingly dire warnings that they stay home and limit their holiday gatherings to members of their own household. Those who are flying witnessed a distinctly 2020 landscape at the nation's airports, plexiglass barriers in front of the ID stations, rapid virus testing sites inside terminals, masks in check-in areas and on board planes, and paperwork asking passengers to quarantine on arrival at their destination. While the number of Americans travelling by air over the past several days was down dramatically from the same time last year, many pressed ahead with their holiday plans amid skyrocketing deaths, hospitalizations, and confirmed infections across the US. Some were tired of more than eight months of social distancing and determined to spend time with loved ones. The coronavirus is blamed for more than 12.6 million confirmed infections and over 269,000 deaths in the US. More than 88,000 people in the US, an all-time high, were in the hospital with COVID-19 as of Tuesday, pushing the healthcare system in many places to breaking point. Deaths have surged to more than 1,600 per day, a mark last seen in May when the crisis in the New York area was easing. The CDC and state and local authorities have begged people not to travel and urged them to keep their Thanksgiving celebrations small. Almost a million people per day passed through US airport checkpoints from Friday through Tuesday, a drop-off of around 60% from the same time a year ago. Still, those were some of the biggest crowds since the COVID-19 crisis took hold in the US in March. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. 
You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.